What are some of the traps and pitfalls with online businesses that you need to avoid? I'm going to cover that and a lot more right after this. Hello and welcome everyone. If this is your first time here, my name is Jamie G. I cover internet marketing, affiliate marketing, how to get started online and pretty much all things digital. If that's of interest to yourself, I'd love to have you guys join me. Feel free to hit the subscribe button, stay up to date with everything I'm putting out. Alternatively, you can find me on YouTube via jamie-g.com forward slash YouTube. Look forward to catching up with you guys around the web. All right, so the online marketing journey is a long, long battle sometimes. And I think what happens when we start down this path is we read a sales page, we look at other people's results, we don't necessarily see the endless sleepless nights, the 18 to 20 hour days that took those people to that point. Sure, they may have found a system that works for them, and they may have hijacked or, or fast-tracked their way to success through uh, successful ads, but almost everyone that you speak to that has had any modicum of success online has struggled at some point. There has been a dip, has been some sort of failure and letdown. So what I wanted to do address today, uh, and again, there seems to be a bit of a recurring theme with my podcast lately of uh, focusing on failures and whatnot, but uh, I can assure you I'm not a merchant of doom and gloom. In fact, I'm actually a very positive person naturally. But I do think it's really important that there is a few things that people keep in mind when they jump into the online marketing world. And ensuring that you do a couple of these things will give you the best chance of success moving forward. And a lot of what I'm about to talk about is things that you may or may not have heard before. A lot of it's uh, quite cliche but it's cliche for a reason because people, once they learn these cliches, quite often will end up experiencing it themselves, which is why it then becomes a cliche because they then regurgitate those same cliches. Anyway, you start down this path and you come up with a business idea and obviously I cover affiliate marketing, so let's just assume that you're referring to affiliate marketing. And you see a screenshot of someone like myself or anyone else online for that matter. And you think those results are great. Hmm, what do they have to offer? Might go check out their sales page. Oh yeah, they're offering a course on how to get started online. That's brilliant. That's what I need. I need some guidance and mentoring. And then uh, this is the, the cycle for a lot of people. I've been there myself, so I know from personal experience. Oh, cool. I'll just watch this uh, training video. I brought the course. I'm feeling excited. The, uh, the sales page got to me and they seem like a likable person, so I'll, I'll purchase it. And now I'm learning about online marketing. This is great. Brilliant. Oh, I like the uh, layout of the course. That's great. Cool. Okay, I'll just need to blot out some time in my calendar uh, around my family life and kids coming home and all that sort of stuff. And... Then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden people watch one or two training videos and then they get an email about something and then they click on that email, it takes them to a sales page or a review page or some information. And that information says, this is one of the best systems I've ever seen online ever. It is amazing. Here's my review. 
as you can see, it's really great. These are the results that people are getting. It's so easy, 20 minutes a day. It's all it takes. And so your brain then goes, hmm, wow, that's way easier than that course that I just brought. Although I really should go through it. But heck, why not? I'm on the sales page now. It seems so tempting. There's a countdown timer which says that it's only going to be at this price for another couple of hours. Okay, fine, I'll buy it. Okay, great. Wow, oh, that feels good. Wow, I feel like success is so close. So close, yeah, great. Oh, hang on, there's an, a, a one-time offer page. What's all this about? One-time offer page pops up. Hi, so-and-so. Thanks for purchasing the product. You made a wise choice. But we know you're going to get so much more benefit if you just buy our upgrade. This is what the upgrade's going to do for you. It's going to fast-track everything going to make everything easier we've done all the hard work for you just need to plug and play oh wow okay that sounds great you know what i'll get it that's brilliant and guess what happens then there's another page hey thanks so much for picking the uh, product up it's awesome you're going to get so much benefit out of it now one of the things that we've found is when we do this it helps massively now you can replicate that by buying this thing for 97 bucks Oh, no, that's a bit steep. I won't buy that. So you say, no thanks, on the page. Then it takes you to another page. And that page says, hey, wait a minute. Look, I know 97 bucks is a big investment, but how about we just give it to you for 47 instead? Or 67, whatever, right? Oh, okay, that's a bargain. I love that. Bang, bought it. So now, as a brand new marketer, you've got two products. Like I say, this is me regurgitating my own experience. This is how I kind of got into marketing, to be honest. And I kept in that cycle for a long, long time. So I'd, 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 maybe sometimes I'd go right through a course and I'd, I'd review it and I'd think, yep, I should implement that. That sounds great. And then I'd get another email and then I'd buy another course, another system, another method, hack, a way, you know, you name it, right? So anyway, you disregard the original course that you had because you've got onto the fourth training module and by that stage there's a, a slight modicum of technicality around it and you think, oh no, I don't want to do that anymore, that's crazy. And you, you've already purchased this other product and you think, great. And then you, tr you might actually try to do something because you think, well, what's the point of spending all this money if I'm not going to do it? I really should get onto that. And I really should refer back to that first course as well, some good information there that I, I really want. Awesome, okay, great, I'll do it. And then you end up going through the course and then sometimes you might get a result and then sometimes you don't get a result. More often than not, people won't get a result, whether it's because the, the method is already saturated or basically people just try once and then they think, well, that's a scam, doesn't work, but it's past the refund, refund time now, so I'll just disregard that. Bummer, Urgh. wasted money. Or if you're being honest and reflecting upon yourself in a true manner then no that's your fault you chose to buy it you made the conscious decision to not do anything with it you prioritized netflix you prioritized sleeping prioritized whatever else it is your comfort zone instead of working to make something happen so anyway that's the beginner's cycle and what i just uh spoke about there is something called shiny object syndrome and, and maybe some of you can relate like I say I'm, I'm not criticizing I, I'm, I was in that mode for a long long time 
And so when you look at it like that, it's very hard as a new marketer to basically make anything happen because you're always going to be stuck in that consumer cycle. They've actually done studies on uh, the human brain, many of them, of course, but this one in particular relates to the endorphin rush, as in the, the happy chemical that gets released when someone makes a purchase. And strangely enough, people tend to get an endorphin rush when they make a purchase. That's why shopping, going on shopping sprees is so popular. It's why people love to go to the mall to go shopping because they get an endorphin rush about getting the new object. And the same applies online. The same applies when they're buying digital products. The $9.95, the $30, the whatever it is, $97 course, etc. People get that same uh, endorphin rush. They get a little bolt of happy. They think, great, this is going to solve my problems. Wicked, love it. But then the reality sets in, and the reality is, oh heck, I have to actually watch videos and not distract myself and not be on Facebook while I'm watching these videos and actually concentrate. And I, then I have to, after I do that, I then have to implement the training. I have to do the work. Oh man, this is crazy. So much work involved. Oh, wow, I just got a new email. Hey, wow, this looks great. What is this? Okay, I'll click on the link. Wow, I'm on a sales page. Man, that's a great sales video. Oh, this would definitely solve my problems. Bang, just spend another hundred bucks. <laughs> That's the beginner's cycle. So there's a lesson to take from this part of the podcast alone, which is avoid shiny object syndrome. It's so hard to do. I know I'm not saying it's an easy task by any means, but you have to. You have to unsubscribe from as many of those make money online email lists that you're on. They're not doing you any good. Most of the time, uh, for the most part, they're just trying to sell you stuff. In fact, there was one... Uh, list that I know I was on and every single email sometimes two to three per day was basically just saying guys you really need to buy this and it's the best thing I've ever seen and blah blah blah. so it's no wonder that that particular person had a very high attrition rate with with his email list but he didn't care because then he would just uh, get another product together and he would get some new buyers on his list and he'd uh, repeat the same cycle but it worked for him. I personally wouldn't want to conduct my business like that. I'd like to add some sort of value. The thing that people forget is when they're on an email list, there's a human on the other side of it. I think people tend to forget that, so they, hence why they feel comfortable with spamming them with all sorts of crap. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a marketer as well, and if you guys are listening, you're probably marketers as well. But isn't it better if you form some form of relationship with your reader they actually provide some sort of value that can actually help them out. Sure, I'm, I send products to my list all the time. Many, many times, sometimes three to four a week. But I have hundreds, literally, of videos out there that are helping people. Hundreds and hundreds of pieces of content out there that provide value that can help people if they take action for free. That's all on my YouTube channel. It's on all on my Facebook page, all on my Facebook groups, everywhere. So, number one, avoid shiny object syndrome. Unsubscribe from as many of those email lists as you, you, you can. Stay on some of the ones that are, are well-written. Put those into a separate folder because you don't necessarily want to read them, but you want to take the essence of what they are providing. I have about four 
that I keep because the copywriting is so good. I use those as templates for my own emails. I highly recommend you do that. You can study what these people are doing and why you resonate with those emails. The rest of them, unsubscribe. So avoid that. That's how you avoid that. Avoid distractions as well. When you do buy that course, buy the course. That's fine. I can guarantee that a lot of these methods out there, they do actually work. But of course, they're not going to sell the concept. They're not going to sell the product to you if they say, oh, by the way, uh, you're probably going to have to pour in hours of work and it does take quite a long time to build up. That's not a very sexy sales pitch. What's a sexy sales pitch is, you know, instant profits, 20-minute profits, working one hour a day, building an empire, you know, all that sort of stuff. That, that's what people uh, relate to, which again comes down to copywriting. So, all right, so avoid shiny object syndrome. You don't need another product, I can almost guarantee you. Unless you're brand new, you've never heard of affiliate marketing, anything like that before. The other thing to bear in mind, if, if that is the case, you're brand new, there are so many free resources. In fact, I guarantee almost everything that you see out there, these products and whatnot, the information's already freely available. But the human mind, we don't like having to search through YouTube and online to find the information. We like when it's in a nice, neat order. Uh, we feel that when we have exchanged some sort of financial means to gain access to a particular product, it ha holds a higher perceived value than a free YouTube video. But if you are brand new, that is your option. Go and have a look on YouTube. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of pieces of content that can help you out, that can answer all these questions. All right, so that's the other thing. So avoid shiny object syndrome, unsubscribe from email lists, avoid distractions. This is a big one. I'm going to talk about this now. All right, so avoid distractions. So you've, have, you've got an idea, right? And maybe it's just as simple as I need an email list. Like all, as I've probably mentioned in this podcast before, one of the fundamental cores of any online business is the email list. Now, I also speak about chatbots, but email list is is the money basically a chatbot list can be taken away facebook can uh, cancel a page they can remove your chatbot functionality they can remove chatbots in general they maybe even I, I doubt that they would but they might even remove chatting in general you do not own anything when you have a chatbot list sure the engagement rates are wicked uh, sometimes you get over 90 percent open rates 20 to 30% click-through rates. That's unheard of when you're looking at email marketing nowadays. But the emails, you can take them. They are yours. You can extract them, put them into another autoresponder, continue that relationship with your readers. So your business plan might be as simple as building a list. You get a, a very basic landing page together. You start putting it around the internet. You start getting a few leads coming in. You start building a relationship because you write to your uh, email list you know, once or twice a, a week, maybe maybe every day if you, you're like some people. And in doing so, basically you form that relationship. And maybe that's your entire business plan. Just cool, I'm going to, I've brought this course on uh, building a list and I now understand why it's so important. So I'm going to go down and do that. But don't distract yourself. If that's what you've chosen to do, go into that. Understand it will take a lot of work. And when I say don't distract yourself, guess what? When you have allotted your time to 
go after what you're doing, blank that out in your calendar. That's untouchable. You cannot touch that. That means turn your phone off or put it in another room. That means that people can't come into the room. If you've got kids, sorry kids, I need to be alone. This is important. I'm setting up my future right now. I need this one hour. You turn off all distractions. You get rid of every single tab on your computer. It's a tough one for people, I know. But you get rid of all the tabs. You just have one page. You're focusing solely on that one page, on the training. And you go through it. And then when you want to implement something, you pause. And then you rewind when you need to. That will push you so much further than almost anything else because you will be forced to take action. You'll be forced to spend that one hour, that one critical, absolutely critical hour on your business and building up your business. Super, super, super important. So the other thing I I wanted to discuss as well is that when you start doing stuff online, you're going to be faced with a whole bunch of opinions. Some of them are really supportive. Great work. Oh, you've got a podcast. That's awesome. Oh, YouTube channel. That's great. Good on you for putting yourself out there. Other people just don't say anything. That's fine too. I, I prefer that in some ways. And then every now and then you're going to get someone who has an opinion. And they might say something that sometimes it's quite good advice. Sometimes it's just looking to, uh, I guess, input their belief system onto you. That I don't agree with. And that one you need to be very, very, very cautious of. They might say that anything, anything online and affiliate marketing, that's where you spam people, isn't it? Are you going to be one of those spammy people that fills my inbox with junk? I used to get that when I was uh, running for, well, I do run Facebook ads still, but when I mention to people that I run Facebook ads, they go, oh, you're one of those annoying guys that um, follows me around the internet with the, with the ads. And I'm like, yeah, it's called advertising. You've got a freaking a free platform form there. They don't charge for Facebook. You don't get charged for your free access to social media to watch your cat videos and your connections from all around the world and the games and the you know, hundred other things that Facebook can do for free. Yeah, you're damn right. I'm one of those guys that creates those ads. I get really upset about it because I, f- I figure, well, it's an entire sub-industry that's popped up. So, of course, I have a strong opinion, right? But it is something that you need to be wary of when you are starting down this path. How are my friends and family going to react? Do I even bother to tell them? And of course, when you get results, it doesn't matter. They can have their opinions. It doesn't matter. Like, who cares what they, what they think? You're going to do what you do anyway. But the problem is when you don't have those results yet, your, bra- your brain is so susceptible to those opinions. So anyone with a, a, even a slightly negative opinion that you, you trust, they are then pouring their belief system onto you. You absorb that. And you think, oh, well, maybe I can't make it work. Maybe they're right. Maybe I just got spammed and scammed out of my money. Oh, damn it. What am I, why do I even bother doing this? This is ridiculous. They're right. Well, a question back to you in that regard is, do they run an online business? Do they make any money? Can they have scalability in what they do? Are they in a job? Do they even like their job? You're out there trying to buy your freedom, trying to exchange your time now 
to create assets for the future. You, you're taking your life on a different pathway. Like many, many millions probably of people that have also tried to do that as well. And I can assure you that no, affiliate marketing is not a scam. No, you do not need to spam people. Yes, you can have your own integrity and you can build a solid business. You don't need to let go of any of this stuff. And I guess the reason why I mention all that is because I've been there. This is all me talking from my own experiences. I've had negative opinions from family and friends or humiliating experiences from family and friends sometimes as well. Sometimes they mean well, but again, like I say, they're poor in their belief system. I've had shiny object syndrome. I still suffer from it now. I try very hard, hence why I, I try to do everything I say. I turn my phone off when I know I've got to work. I don't go on Instagram. I don't go on Facebook, even though my entire business is, is revolving around Facebook in large parts, thanks to the ads and everything I run. I switch that off. I close all my tabs. I make sure that work time is work time. I work from home, I have done for a number of years, so for me it's a little bit harder, it's not like I have a clock in and clock out time, so I have to be super disciplined, as you will be as well once you uh, break free from work if that's where you are at the moment. So just to recap it again, I know I've mentioned the shiny object syndrome so many times in this podcast, <laughs> but you can avoid shiny object syndrome. It's not actually that hard. You, you stick with one thing that you resonate with, whether it's video or podcasting or writing blogs or uh, any you know, social media such as uh, Instagram, posting photos, etc. You stick with one thing. You do not quit. You work out how to monetize that and then you can move on to other stuff. You don't fill your brain with too much stuff. There's, there's, the, the problem is that there's actually too many options out there. That's another thing which is where a lot of that shiny objects and syndrome comes from because you, you always start convincing yourself that whatever you're doing at the very moment doesn't work or it's, you know, it's not the best thing to do. There's other stuff out there. Well, they're all going to take work. They're all going to take learning. They're all going to take you exchanging time, uh, lots of time to learn all this stuff. Eventually, it will pay off. All right, so avoid shiny object syndrome, like I mentioned. I'm not going to mention that again. <laughs> Avoid the distractions. Turn your phone off. Close your tabs. Focus on what you've got to do. Blot out time in your calendar. Make a task list. That's the other thing I mentioned or should have mentioned as well. Make a task list. What do you want to do? You want to watch three videos? Cool. Three videos of your training. What do you want to implement from those training videos? Write it out. Tick them off as you go. Awesome stuff. Avoid the opinions of friends and family. You may choose not to tell them about what you're doing. They might end up finding out, which is how what happened with me. Of course, I, I'm, I go under my own name, Jamie G. So therefore, it's logical people would find me. And now I have a whole bunch of people that I really didn't want to find me that have found me. That's fine, though. You know, I'll deal with that. I'm, uh, I'm likely to be more successful than, than the bulk of them anyway. As, as conceited as that sounds, I know that a lot of them out there are stuck in a job that they absolutely hate. They're paying mortgages that they can barely afford to pay. They don't have time freedom. They can't take three, four, 
international vacations per year. And again, like I say, I'm not saying that out of arrogance but or conceitedness, but I do have that time freedom and I do have scalability and you will as well if you venture down this path. So stick with one thing and just bear in mind, just keep it in your brain that it is going to take some work. And as I've discussed numerous times in this podcast and and different places online, imagine if you knew without a, a, a shroud of doubt that you could exchange three to five years of your life to build an asset, a, a business that basically will just pour the cash in month after month after month, year after year, once you've built it, to the point where, you know, 50, 100K a month is, is nothing. If you knew without a shroud of doubt that that's, that was the path, how many people would do it? If someone was to hand you a billion dollar check, but you had to eat dirt for five years, most people wouldn't do it. So the, the mentality needs to be, you've got to enjoy the process. You've got to enjoy the learning. You've got to enjoy the struggle. You've got to enjoy when you can't figure something out or your computer crashes and you haven't saved your work. You've got to enjoy that. It sucks, I know. But you've got to enjoy that entire process. It's all part of it. It's all part of your personal growth that you'll find you get into once you start going down that path. So hopefully this has been a bit of an eye-opener. I'm sort of regurgitating a lot of things I've already mentioned in this podcast before, just quite simply because, as I actually mentioned yesterday in my podcast, I like speaking this stuff because it helps solidify my own knowledge. I also find that I get uh, clear on what I'm doing and the pathway that I'm taking, and the more I speak about it, the more clear I become. But hopefully when I do this and I am speaking and I am putting it out there that other people are able to resonate with it as well and take some of the stuff that I've learned through years and years and years and years of failure, failure, many, 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 many failures. But I'm still here and I'm still going and I'm still enjoying the process no matter what. I always will. Maybe because I uh, have issues. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, guys, hopefully you got some value. And just a final recap, avoid shiny object syndrome. Make task lists. Don't necessarily tell your friends and family. They won't necessarily understand what you're trying to do. Shut off all distractions. And you'll have... Uh, and also the, the, the big one, of course, which is take action. Actually do the, the stuff. I cannot even express how important it is. And again, it's so cliche, cliche, like I mentioned at the start of the podcast, but it's so unbelievably true because hardly anyone actually bothers to do it. So take action and you'll be 100% better off than where you were a year ago. Anyway, my name's Jamie G. Hopefully you guys got some value out of that. I do appreciate you sticking around. Please feel free to hit that subscribe button. Like I say, you can find me on YouTube jamie-g.com forward slash youtube or if you want to join my group i'd like to invite you there as well it's bit.ly forward slash jamie g group you'll be directed to my bot where you can get your unique password all right guys thank you very much and i will catch you in the next one bye for now